Welcome to Navigating Hospitality. I am Dr. Allison Green, Department Chair of Global Hospitality and Tourism Management Department at the University of West Florida. Also in the studio is Mr. Chris Horak of Navigating Convention. He is an expert in etiquette and social interactions. We're back in the studio. I'm Dr. Allison Green with Mr. Chris Horak. We're talking about social intelligence and about technology. One of the things that is on the other side of this podcast is understanding that this is part of a class. It is part of a capstone class here with Global Hospitality and Tourism Management. And of course, with class, you have reading and at the senior level, it's pretty in-depth with research articles and whatnot that we do in the industry. Allie is a student and one of the articles it was suggested to read talks about social intelligence. And I thought it would be a good thing today to kind of remind ourselves how social intelligence, although it is scientific-based, what it really means, and then we'll see how that relates to our topic. So, Allie, for you, after you read the article, what do you think social intelligence, if you could paraphrase what it means, what does it mean to you? So, there's a lot of different meanings of social intelligence, but I feel like social intelligence is based on two specific topics, and those topics are cognitive skills, the ability to use cognitive skills and the ability to adapt to social situations, respectively. Right. So there is a lot of background, and I think that's pretty succinct. So mm -hmm. thank you, and hopefully everybody else now has a better understanding. So adapting, Mr. Horak, adapting to situations, I think that has a lot to do with what we talk about in navigating hospitality. Specifically, let's talk about technology. Technology, let us start with a phone. We are now at the point where we recognize and admit that we need to be aware of what we're doing and be cognitive. We are aware of what we're doing. And when we've got our cell phone with us, number one for me is always the ringtone. When we're in a classroom situation, in a business meeting, the cell phone should be on vibrate. If you're in an office situation, really your cell phone should be on a vibrate and not coming up with a wild music tune coming on. I know for many years, my own phone was on an Irish tune and every time the thing would ring, everybody would start doing an Irish dance. But luckily I never had it running at the opera or the symphony, which I personally think is like you really are not paying attention to where you are and who you're with and what you should be doing. The phone should not even be with you when you're those places and it should not be on. People my age at intermission is sitting on their cell phones totally saying I don't want to be here. So number one, the, the ring of the cell phone. If you've got any animal dogs barking, ducks quacking, those are so wrong. <laughs> Get rid of them. It is not even a case of don't do it. It is just sending a very bizarre message when that is on your phone. Next thing is now you pick up the phone and you answer it. When we answer the phone, we introduce ourselves. Hello, this is Chris. Hello, this is Ali. Good morning, this is Ali. Good afternoon, this is Ali. Good evening, this is Chris. Always say who is speaking. Or if you perhaps have to pick up somebody else's phone, 
They've requested you do that. Then you say, this is Chris on Ali's phone. If I'm answering for Ali the student, or I say, this is Chris on Dr. Green's phone. May I take a message because she want to talk to you, but cannot speak to you. And I want need to take the convey the detail to her. Therefore, it is important that the person on the other side immediately know who you are. The Italian way of answering a phone is not hello. It is the word for hello in Italian is pronto. And I always like that. Pronto. Get it done with. Talk and let's get this over with. No, it is not a demand. It's not a command. Make it warm and welcome and say who you are. Introduce yourself. When you have a message on your phone for somebody to listen to when that you do not pick up, make sure the message is professional because you never know you're in a job hunting situation or you're in a business situation and somebody got hold of your personal phone and they pick up, they want to leave you a message and this is some messages are really fun for your family and friends, but they are really not professional if somebody else from outside the group pick it up and it can send another message that you do not want to be sent. When we are dialing a number and it happens occasionally, you get through to a wrong number, have the decency and say, I'm sorry, I dialed wrong. I'm sorry, it's the wrong number. And then put down, don't just throw the phone down. It is just common and rude. Be be nice to the person because they did pick up their phone. And if you get to their answering machine and it's not the person you want, want it, then it is okay not to leave a message. Many times you'll find the person call you back and want to know you called this number. How may I help you? And then be nice about it. Say, apologize, say, sorry, I dialed the wrong number. When I heard your message, I realized it was the wrong number. When we are on a speaker phone. Speaker phones have got these wonderful speakers. They are not good. Because the speaker phone in a room, in an office situation, you should not use that. Unless you all around the phone in a closed room with the door shut, that the outside people do not need to listen to this conversation and there are three or four of you talking to one person. It is a totally different situation. But if you personally are on a loudspeaker phone in a public area, it is not acceptable for both of you. People do not want to hear your conversation. Even if you are not on a speaker phone in a public situation, it is nobody's business what your phone calls are about. Just let it go. Tell the person I cannot speak now and walk outside and complete your conversation or say, hold, I'm going outside, then you can talk or whatever. Last on this I want to talk about is people who are loud on the phone. I am very guilty. I cannot hear well on a phone. So I do speak up to be clear. And I know it come across as very loud to other people because they are listening to my conversation while they are with other people and I am broadcasting around the room even if I am if they're not on a speakerphone because I want to be clear and, and loud. <laughs> and I need to tone it down often when I speak on a phone and I have to be aware of it. So it's not that I want to give advice to everybody else. I've got advice I need to take care of myself too. So part of the conversation is adapting. And with social intelligence, 
we started the conversation with that about adapting and figuring things out as you go. With today, technology, we're talking about cell phones today, some great tips from Mr. Horak. And what I would like to reiterate is the proper way to leave a voicemail and the proper rate at what you're speaking. And especially when we're talking about if you are not familiar with being on the other end of the phone receiving those uh, messages, it is always proper to say your name, your phone number, your message, and then repeat your name and your phone number again at the end so that the person doesn't have to go back and listen to the whole message to get your phone number or again and again and again. Uh, that is basic business practice, how to do it. Do you absolutely I mean, agree certain? with that? Leave leave the message clear and concise even if everybody has got an app nowadays that tell you who called you you still need to say your name and because they're not looking at who called anymore they are now listening to a voice and they may not know your voice they may not know your name and it reiterates it and it confirms it and they will remember you better. Therefore, leave your name and, and number twice during a message with a concise, clear explanation why you call and why you want them to call back. Does that answer, Allie, what we were talking about? Yeah, leaving messages and then also how your voicemail should be set up. So. Right now I have a very inappropriate 12th grade or 12 year old voicemail uh -huh. message and I need to change it um, saying, hi, this is Allie Dupree. Sorry I, could, sorry I couldn't get to the phone right now. If you could leave a brief message with your name and phone number, I'd be gladly to get right back with you when I'm back with the phone. And I would reiterate that it's interesting when we're talking about technology about how long we've had our phones and what we don't think of. I have to go now and check my voicemail because I am not sure. My voicemails actually goes through a virtual voicemail a site, not through my actual phone. And I think it's a bit old. So I too have to go back and make sure that it is professional. What are tips on leaving a message for outgoing? Hey, leaving your your welcoming message is important. Just leaving the generic, you've reached number so and so, please leave a name and number, it does not put you in the picture. Mm -hmm. And often when we are dialing somebody, we've got a name in front of us because we've got caller ID, I do not memorize your phone number. And suddenly there is a generic voice that says, you have reached number so and so and so and so and so and, and I have lost it because did I call you or did I call a generic number? So it is important for each of us to, to leave a clear welcoming message on our phone and ask for a message to be left with full instructions please leave your name and number and i call you back ali we are nowadays working on 
Hello as a greeting. Thank you for calling as a greeting. Always say, thank you for calling. This is Chris or hello, this is Chris. I cannot get to the phone right now. I appreciate your calling. Please leave your name and number and I'll call you back. But make it as short as possible so they can leave you a long detailed number or message, whatever they want to put into it. Often people also do not clean their message boxes. And that is absolutely rude. Why do you have it if you don't clean it? You do not need to hang on to messages. Call people back within 24 hours. Take care of them and don't keep the messages for any other reason. If you've got ulterior motives, that is what full message boxes say. There are ulterior motives going on here. Do I want to do business with you if you've got this going on with 10 other people already? I think that's great advice. So we're all going to go back and check our our outgoing message uh and we also had a really good recap of what uh technology we've talked a little bit in the past in a couple of those podcasts but today if we can recap uh ringtone uh is the first thing make sure it's appropriate and or vibrate and or silent because a lot of times the vibrate is irritating as well uh depends on the situation Say who is uh, speaking and when you answer the phone, make sure that you're not on speakerphone. There's a time and a place for that. Make sure if you ring somebody that you leave a message because somebody may want to be calling you back. And the, the ringtone, we talked about the ringtone. Apologize for dialing the wrong number. The apology for wrong. Somebody pick up and don't just throw the phone down on them. Apologize, say, sorry, I dialed the wrong number. It is just common courtesy. That, again, is that cognitive part of interacting with other people. But while we are interacting with other people, we do not pick up our phone and say, oh, I've got a call. Silence your phone immediately if it's ringing and you... Even if you're with a friend, the other friends who are not there are not more important. The friend you are physically with is the more important one. And if you're in a business situation, please, please do not touch your phone. Do not put your phone on the table in a business meeting. Your phone lights up and everybody is distracted. Your phone can be face down and there is a light shining from underneath and everybody is like, okay, How many of those lights are going flash before he or she is picking up their phone? Do not put it on the table. Put it in the pocket. Put it in the handbag away from where you can't see it or others can't see it. I totally agree with that. And I think that is probably where we should have started. We're at the end and that's where we're going to end. But that is super important as a takeaway, especially in business etiquette. It's probably the number one that we're all at fault everywhere that we go we see it so let's just not do it ourselves anything else today Uh, dr green i think we've put a lot on this recording let us stop with this and on our next recording we've got a lot more to tell you of what we would like to do and not do and how others are viewing it. And that sounds great. Just remember, we're talking about social intelligence. It is not just about our relationships. It also is about that we're people in the relationship. Happy to be here today. Thank you both. And we'll see you again.
Thank you. Thank you for listening to Navigating Hospitality. This podcast is brought to you by partial funding from the University of West Florida's Instructional Technology Enhancement Project.